also even to start off with what we understand, at least guide the conversation to what we understand by mansplaining in this particular instance. So mansplaining is a term used to describe a behavior where a man condescendingly explains something to a woman, assuming that she is ignorant or uninformed about the topic. This behavior is often rooted in sexism and a belief that men are inherently more knowledgeable or intelligent than women. Mansplaining can occur in various settings, including the workplace, social situations, and online interactions. It can be subtle or overt and can take many forms, including interrupting, speaking over, or disregarding a woman's opinion or expertise. So simply a lot in there, mansplaining, which also leads us to it's a combination of mansplaining and emasculation. They both go hand in hand. Lovely to have, you know, you gentlemen join us. Can, can we can we say lovely? I mean, is that like, you know, like English term, like lovely to have you? You know, I just, just want to make I, it. I am okay to love you. Okay, yeah. I'm great. Great to hear that. Me too. So the brotherhood on the table today to have this discussion, Niall McNish, producer, Johanse oh. Aodike, behavior change consultant, and Jeffrey, a.k.a. Will White, yeah. um, storyteller. Thank you so much for joining us, gentlemen, once again on our, our round table. Mm -hmm. Big topic, big mm -hmm. topic, mansplaining. Um, and the reason we're bringing up mansplaining as well with regard and, and, and looking at it with emasculation is because I think both of them go hand in hand. By the time we, you know, by the time we exercise a couple of the, the, um, the subject matters that I've broken down here, okay. I'm sure we'd, we, we'd all agree in the end. Um, and I'm going to start it off, you know, thought-provoking. It's, it's, it's yet another term. You know, there was toxic masculinity. That was a phrase coined. It's almost like it feels, <laughs> you know, it feels like, you know, the 21st century where there was a steel pan, that these topics or these terms weren't around before, and now we're putting it into a box. And this is yet another one, the, the toxic masculinity, first off, that wasn't around before, and it's right. now that's a behavior that might have been accepted or just simply not accepted before, and now there's mansplaining. Um, hearing, I mean, I, I don't know how many years ago it, it originated, but even hearing that term mansplaining, it seems so divisive mm -hmm. because these terms wasn't around before yes i grew up knowing okay there's a differentiation between male and female man and woman okay and there could be certain characteristics that a man does does and a woman a woman does etc right i, I in inherently knew that but actual categorizations like this it just seems divisive to me because just listening to the the definition that just seems like disrespect so either mm -hmm. whether a man does mm -hmm. it or a woman does it, mm -hmm. condescends mm -hmm. and inherently thinks that I know I, as an individual, not necessarily as a man or woman, I know better than you is, is, um, is disrespectful. Mm -hmm. So I would just think, in my mind, that's mm -hmm. disrespect. But now, because a man does it, it's, it's now categorized as mansplaining. And of course, and I say now of course, because in some of my research of these things, there's always a, 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 a bias because there's no terms based for women 
Because if we if we really if we if we being being divisive like that, then mm. there are things women do. So it's women splaining or women whatever, yeah. and then there are things men do, which would be mansplaining, whatever. So I could go with that, but it's always seemingly something to do with what we as men do in quote unquote wrong. So just just to touch on your point, Johanse, the women a lot of times in conversation expect men to be somewhat clairvoyant. And, and know what they like and know what they want. So we don't go, like you said, women women planning or women complaining. Um, the, <laughs> just putting it out there. But it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't take away from the fact that I agree, I agree with the principle and wh- what women are talking about. But the, I'm just, we're talking about the term. So when a woman says, oh, you're mansplaining, I've been in situations where you're sitting down in a room and say we're talking about football mm. or you're talking about a particular topic mm-hmm. and a woman says something mm. and you immediately go as if you want to dismiss. Mm-hmm. So I agree. What men do are wrong. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's probably it's pro- it's provocation. It's disrespectful to women. Mm-hmm. And we do it sometimes consciously and subconsciously. And we put it out there and sometimes what we want to do is in that conscious effort, we want to tear that woman down or we want to dismiss what she has to say or disregard what she's saying. And and, and so I want I want women to know out there and men that I'm saying that for what it is, it's I believe it's it's wrong and it's something that we have to address and we have to give that respect. But at the same time, these terms that are coming up, and like you said, mm, from the time divisive. you put a term on that, it, as you say, you're right, quite right, Will. It's divisive. Well, as Johan said, what I said, what I would, what I would think is a, is maybe a way that we should consider approaching things uh, more often, especially as men in this specific subject, especially, is what is where is it coming from? Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you were to say, if I was to say Black Lives Matter, and someone was to say All Lives Matter, I would be like okay well so that's a protest to my protest why is that even necessary what well, I'm, I'm i'm not bringing this up to be condescending but i'm bringing this up because i'm trying to highlight what i believe is a disparity but of mm-hmm. course that gets lost in translation mm-hmm. and i think it it is divisive as you said um but why is it divisive it's it's being used in a way whereby i think it's this collective exasperation mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. you uh, agree or don't i think it's reflecting a kind of a as we would say a fed upness like i just oh god this again kind of mm. thing so i think it's like if someone was and especially considering like i'm a white Trinidadian, if someone was to be like you know you said something racist in my experience i've seen a lot of white Trinidadians, or white people in general immediately get very defensive like uh, no, and they, like it, they start to freak out, and because it becomes an adversarial thing, because mm. it's it's a divisive thing to say. But what if that, as you said, men take it as an as an attack, as, as an emasculation, mm. rather yeah. than rather than listening to what she's actually saying. And we all know that sometimes they could <laughs> they could hide their meanings <laughs> behind what they say, yeah. right? And yeah. they may be so, right or wrong, but like just for them to say it in the first place is okay. Just. Take it as it a, comes. A lot mm-hmm. of times, men actually do a lot of mansplaining. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. reality. reality. I know that I've done it. Mm-hmm. I know that's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I know but it's I'm just the fact that the term, <laughs> you know, you put a term on it that becomes divisive, <laughs> right? It's it's when you know, you, you, you sort of, it's like, <clears throat> we're hearing what you're saying. I'm agreeing that it's wrong. But then when you do that now, you immediately get my back up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and one of the things, and I, I, did, I hope I didn't cut you, Niall. No, um, and, and what I want to touch on, two, two things importantly, Will said, and we want to actually um, expand, re- on. expand on it in this conversation, 
is you mentioned about a, a protest to a protest, mm -hmm. and you mentioned about being threatened. And I think those two things are very key, and I'm going to say probably say something very controversial when we talk about those particular topics. But I was looking at a couple other podcasts, and one of the things is, you know, when men say something to a woman, the immediate retort is like almost like, what about me? Right? So I need a massage. You know what? I could with a massage and I worked hard all day. And it's like, well, you know, it's like you said, it's a protest, a protest. So you say something or you dislike something and they bring up what you have done. But in that moment, it's like, well, I had the, I had the flow. You know, the flow was mine. You know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't give, give over. And therefore, let, let's talk about this first without holding a thought, without holding a thought to say retort. Mm -hmm. Hear me out. Really hear me. You know, listen to what I'm trying to say. And the other thing is the point about being threatened. That, and this is what's going to be controversial. And guys, we can talk about either in this conversation or another. Mm -hmm. Where women, there's a belief, and I would say that I am, I am siding to that belief, that women are the superior gender. And I've said it before, and I know Johannes is, you know, looked up at me when I said it. And I've said it because apart from the threshold for pain and giving birth and, and multitasking as they do and all the rest of it, that men, may, in, in terms of not want them to see their likeness, and I'm going to use just one quick example. The, the elephants in Thailand, for example, they, when they're pup, they put a rope around their foot to stop them from moving, moving around. When they get an, an adult, what happens? The, the same rope is on their foot, but they don't move. Why? Because psychologically, they feel the same rope binds them, that they can't break that particular rope. And I'm seeing that in the sense of threaten that men feel that, listen, if we allow them to know that they can break that rope, you're talking, you know, not like, you know, actual rope, right? Um, that we would, they, they would see their power. Mm, and if okay. they see their power, we would mean. lose positions. We would lose, you know, the, the, yeah. the, 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 the but are we seeing parallels right now, like yeah. very scary parallels, but they'll see their power with certain massive issues in our, in our, like on our planet yeah. of like oppression. That, like the that, idea. So we don't like, why do we speak in these terms of like, why wouldn't we want a, a, such a key part of our population to know their power and have their power? We can't trust them to, to use it. I mean, we have a lot mm. of power and we're trusted to use it. We, we, we start wars, you know, et cetera. I look at you, I say, look at me like, you, I don't, no, don't know no, if you're- this, this, this is perfect. Mm. This is mm. perfect yeah. because, so let me, let me talk one, what you're saying, mm. Robert, about when, let's say a, a woman uses it to mansplaining, even though we may not like the term mansplaining. I like the fact that we could in that moment examine what, what we're doing wrong. So let's mm. say I say something condescending. Let's use the same football analogy. Mm. A, a woman speaks about football and maybe, what she, what she know about football, mm -hmm. right? That could be dismissive and disrespectful. So, Both, yeah. so, so let's say taking responsibility first for your own behavior, mm -hmm. trying to see where she's coming from, even though she's a term that we, we dislike, it has validity because she's trying to say something, mm -hmm. right? I mean, and I would say to even the, the woman that, that, that viewing, in terms of managing your words, because you're also responsible for what they say. I'm responsible for mm -hmm. how I take it and how I react to it, but mm -hmm. you're also responsible for what they say. And if, based on communication, if you want the best outcome, it's best to use the best communication, right? Sure. So uh, again, I'm using everybody's responsible for their reactions mm -hmm. and words, etc. So I agree with you. That's one. 
Two is what you're saying there about power and being trusted. So let me come back to superior. While I looked at you because I wasn't too sure how to to quantify a superior, a yep. superior, um, superior okay. race, yeah. right? And it's been it's been tr- we tried scientifically to, to see because pain threshold. If you go in pain, women yeah, can no, take women, more pain no, than yeah, us. Sure, I, I'm not sure. even even front and biologically, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other things when 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 you go, we, we have to go piece by piece, side by side to really see who is the more superior. And I don't know if that could be done. I think it's too in, it's too complex. I mean, there are too many different angles mm. to look at it from. I, I feel we're being soft. I think the reality is that when it, when you strip away all the brass tacks, it comes down to violence. Right, and physically, no, right? physically, and yeah, of course. If the world and society collapses and it comes back down to the basic bare bones of how we survive as humans, Men will win a war. If if there's a a, a, a China speak on yeah, on, on course, most I mean, basic yeah. terms, mm, right? Mm, mm. So if we're talking about if we're talking about just domination of one species over another, mm-hmm. men are going to win. Even though there are less men in the world than women, men will win. You understand what I'm saying? No, so, I, I don't. So, yeah, every I, war has, so if has we, ever uh, has been has been fought by men. Let's be so real. we're talking here about physical prowess, and I'm right. only cutting you. Okay. Because I want to keep everybody with bated breath, waiting to hear what comes next. So we're going to take a moment, regroup, regroup. and we'll further that talk. So I hope you heard the first part of manhood. If not, I'm sure you can rewind or it, trust me, it's worth it's worth the listen. Nile, Johansi, Will, we were talking about emasculation, mansplaining in particular, and Nile was making a point about physical prowess and that men mm-hmm. had go, the advantage. I will go I'll go more to we were trying to quantify superior in this mm. particular situation. And I was just taking it all the way back to the most basic human mm-hmm. standard. Neanderthal. Which is mm. who the, the, the strongest will survive, right? Who mm. could dominate who, right? right? And that's where my ideology of trying to quantify a superior um, race or species, right? right. So fast forward to... So you're challenging my, my thought on the superior, which is the superior gender. Yeah, in fact, right. I, I do think that okay. we should say that there's a superior gender. Right. It's more like we are all useful. part of, we are all useful. Mm. We are all okay. tools Functional. to get, right. uh, exactly, you know. So, but but the word superior, if we were to get into it, that's, mm. that would be my comment towards it. But right. Let's, let's move forward to where we are today mm-hmm. and why it is that men make all the rules. Because it mm. came from a time when we were Neanderthals. Mm. Women used to get hit over the head with a club and dragged to the cave. Then we, as far we, as cartoons have told. As far as, I, I as, far as cartoons have been told. Yeah. But yeah, I'm almost certain that it was, yeah. some, it was yeah. some barbaric version of that. Mm. Probably yeah, even worse, mm. right? It's just a metaphor regardless. Mm. Right? Yeah. So fast forward to here we are today now where men now have a responsibility to be a little bit more gentler. Anyone with power, anyone with power has that responsibility. Yeah. Right. So uh, we're talking about men in this. So as us talking. being men, we know when it's time, because we intrinsically have the power, how do we now address that to women who feel that they, they don't have a voice in the, in the room? I would say, um, 
and I'll go back to what Robert was saying about acknowledging the the the, the pain, the 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 harm, even even again, even if it's not expressed in the way we wanted to, right. acknowledging, hey. I want to be heard. Hey, yeah. I feel disrespected. Now, notice I said feel disrespected versus you disrespected me. Mm-hmm. Works. Right? Because if 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 she is feeling disrespected, it should be something to be addressed. And mm-hmm. that way, I mean, if we be open to more of those, we could get a better understanding even how to lead. Because if, if I have all the power, but I don't understand any of the people I'm leading, then it's dotishness are doing. So, so being able to understand that I... Man is the, the, the head of the home, the leader of the home, like if you're going traditional. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, you have to pay attention. And you don't have to. You should pay attention should. Should. To, to the woman. If you're in a workplace, if you're, even if you're in a, in a team, if there's a, there's a female presence, gives you a different point of view, mm-hmm. at least acknowledge. You don't have to agree. Mm. You have to take everything, mm. but at least acknowledge. So not just because she's female are you going to say, okay, well, that, that position has to be right or accurate. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they always say if you know better, do better. And in this case, if, if you're in a room, a boardroom, any presence like that, and you see it's happening, as, that's what this brotherhood that we keep talking about, we always say better as brothers. That's what manhood is about. And by doing that, if I'm in a room and a woman is being, and, I, and I, I, I can acknowledge or I can see, it's very, you know, you can cut it with a knife, that woman's being disrespectful or somebody's just there being arrogant, and you know that's happening, then interject. Mm-hmm. Stand up for the point and the principle and not just, oh, because she's female and you're trying to come like a knight in shining armor. Yeah. You know, chivalry's still alive. But in, an, in, your own, in your own relationships or environments, whether it's with my sisters, my, my wife, girlfriend, whoever it may be, it's a matter of later on, she might bring it to your attention or someone might bring it to your attention. So even though that moment may have passed, that you need to be a man mm-hmm. and go back and address the situation and own up to the fact that, once again, I was wrong, mm-hmm. you know, because that's mm-hmm. another topic, you know. Difficult that, thing to say. And it's, and it's difficult. Yeah. It takes anyone. a real man to be able to come back because, and for many reasons, because you might think if I come back here now, yes, I might have won the battle, but I'll lose the war. Mm. But ultimately, it's like, well, the other points I was making may be, may be uh, mute at this particular point, null and void, because if I, you know, she, she may then use that as ammunition against me, you know, like somebody commits a crime or does something or a lawyer, and then you find out later on that, you know, there was some sort of corruption involved. All the cases at that point have to be reopened. Mm. And, and men sometimes, I, I am guilty of that as well, may not want to go back at that, to that particular situation. So what I do is I make sure the next time I'm, I'm cognizant. Okay. So mm. I don't address the first one, not always, not always, but the second time I'll be more cognizant or when I'm addressing other people at, at that, that particular, um, yeah. about that particular thing. So I, I, I will say, because so many things came up, I think something that, that is important to bring up as well, because you'll say um, a real man should X, Y, Z. And I think as soon as I hear that from me, I was brought up, you will know Sophie. And Sophie is the easy sister. Mm-hmm. Ada is the, is the fiery one that I used mm-hmm. to fight with all the time. But, gotcha. And me and my, so this, my sister Ada, they will know my sisters. My sister Ada and me used to fight a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was a very, very adversarial relationship when we were younger. But now to this day, and even now we could fight, we fight plenty more than me and Sophie. But I am most grateful for Ada anyway that she challenged me because she challenged the way that I perceive things. Mm-hmm. So when we say like a real man should, why is it that we feel like we need to encase what's a real, why do we need to prove that we are, are men and we, we kind of make a rigid idea of what 
being a man is mm-hmm. and like even and I don't want to come for like stag or anything but like <laughs> like the bear but like they'll have signs saying be a, buckle up be a real man like we had a we had a like kind of brainwash people into just using a seatbelt you had to be a real man to use a, it's okay just wear a seatbelt because it's safe but mm-hmm. I, I mean I, I get it because we're trying to appeal to a certain audience Correct. perspective is so important now if we're talking about mansplaining we're talking about we should want to access how a woman might feel why she would say something like that mm-hmm. now if I we discussed earlier he went to school in, in Baltimore I'm a Trinidadian he's a Trinidadian if I told him like yeah it's tough being a Trinidadian in Baltimore he might kind of look at me and be like, mm, we have some differences in our indelible experiences. You and I look very differently. You're not going to get treated the same way. So for me, it's like, it's the idea of perspective being important. So I could dismiss a woman if it is that I feel like she's disrespecting me. She's saying I'm mansplaining something, but why is she saying that? As you would have said earlier, she's feeling disrespected and perspective mm-hmm. is so important. Why is it coming? Because I could pretend that I understand and can appreciate exactly what you've ex- you've experienced in your life because I could understand some concepts. But that doesn't mean I can really appreciate what it's like to be Johansi in all the, the places that you've been, especially places that we would have both been mm-hmm. separately or whatever. So I think it's important for us to be like, yo, we are not women. We will never understand Correct. childbirth, carrying a child, mm-hmm. having a period every single month. That That baffles me to this day. If I had to get sick for a couple of days or a week every month, y'all better treat me real nice. Facts. I would become homicidal, I'm sure. Yeah. Facts. yeah, Because I don't, so it's just like, how can we observe the the perspective and, and just try to get to, because we all on this earth together. Well, we we need women if we continue in the human race, if that's sure. important okay. for it. It's not really important for the planet, but if we deem it important. So how do we get along better? Uh, but I think the perspective is there already, you know, but a, a lot of men choose not to, to go into their feminine side. Yeah, for, which for, for, for but I think it's how they were raised most of the time yeah. in a traditional household, yes, yeah, of course. right? And again, that's just force habits being repeated over and over over generations, right? Yep. But a lot of the times, men have felt or seen the perspective, and they'll know they'll be like, mm, I know. If I if I were a woman, I would feel hurt in this situation, yeah, yeah. but because I'm supposed to be a man, a real yeah, man, yeah. I have to push it to the side and yeah, not show talking. emotion. Is that, is that how a real man um, projects? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I would believe so. I believe so. From the imagination. What is a real man? What is a real man? Man doesn't have femininity. Wait, be, before you, you, you go on to a new point, I, I re- I'm really enjoying this because knowledge is power. Mm. Mm. And the more we understand about ourselves and even each other as men, the more control and power we can have over things because understanding that bias and it, just listening to you all, even what you're saying, Robert, I was thinking about times where I would, I have, may have mansplained or even disregarded a woman's opinion because she's a woman, because I had that, that, mm-hmm. uh, that um, concept or that paradigm. And um, a lot of times, I think my wife brings it to my attention that well, what she would say, um, she say, she would say, if a man said it, you know, he'd listen. Mm. True. And True. in the beginning, a fight on that real hard, mm. eh? right? Yeah. But then, yeah. but then, other men said certain things that she said, and I had empirical evidence, so I couldn't fight on it, mm-hmm. right? And I uh, kind of, you know, um, analyzed why. And it wasn't her pussy, but even my perception of 
of women and certain things women said. So I'm going back with the knowledge power. So now that I'm aware of it, mm. sometimes you need somebody on the outside to help you be aware. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now that we're talking sure. to, you know, and, yeah. and you, you men who are watching, we could also be aware of ourselves. To, to be more mindful, not to be disrespectful, whether you want to call it mansplaining or not, because it yeah. comes from a man, is disrespecting itself. And and it's really, really been, for me, being married and even being in the company of women in leadership positions. You understand? I don't want to say women because not using women per se, but people in general give a different perspective. And if we're going women, let's say women, think differently i just point that out if a woman thinks differently from a man then having a different perspective could be could be very useful even as leaders so Absolutely. i want I, I want us to, to 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 bring it back to 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 mansplaining and in the same way that we are we are on we we understand what mansplaining is and the impact it has on women and we want to stop it we want to address it and we want to make them feel respected there's also the other side of it because from the time a situation is brought up and a woman feels that disrespect, their disposition and how they approach the situation after that may lead to other things, which then comes down to emasculation. Mm-hmm. So a woman says something and immediately to herself, um, oh, you mansplaining it now? And we just, you know, we've used our term so many times in this in, in this um, conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to stick with me instead of me saying um, something about be disregarding or being obnoxious. I'm going to mm-hmm. probably use the word mansplaining going forward. But we come down to then how does how does that then bring about disrespect to a man where he feels not heard himself mm-hmm. or the love languages mm-hmm. are complete, you know, all of a sudden skewed at that particular point, you know, because a lot of times women would say, you know, people say what women want is they're, they're very emotional. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just talking about their, their languages. Mm-hmm. They want to be touched. They want, and men want respect from the moment you start to feel disrespected. And that's either from a woman or even your peers or anybody, you know, back and out, you know, we've well, seen. Well, we're, we're taught that we want respect mm. we're because do we, is that the most important thing on the hierarchy? We're taught that that's what we, because yeah. we want sensitivity as well. We're just taught to not desire. Yeah. We're taught that way it's bad to desire sensitivity mm. or to, I need the fact that we'll even say like that feminine, because I was going to say that feminine energy. Is that feminine? Because from the time I'm born, I'm emotional. So mm-hmm. is that a feminine? And maybe it is, but whether it is or isn't, it's something that's definitely within us and something that there shouldn't be a problem with valuing. But mm. we teach each other, our fathers, our fathers, fathers, men around us, that emotions, that's not for us. Leave that to women as if that's only a thing that women have. And mm. of course, that's a way that we indoctrinate and hurt each other by not giving each other that space yeah. to be emotional. So would, would you say that, um, and I'm going to give way, just mm-hmm. the fact that men want to feel like men, whatever mm-hmm. that, however we've categorized it, we're still looking for that. I don't think there's a one definition fit all when it Can't comes be. to what men are, mm-hmm. because like you said, in the same way, men think differently from women. Men among men think differently, mm-hmm. you know, so therefore, women when we are, say- Among women think differently. Exactly. Well, of, I, I wanted to go, you're making a point and I wanted <clears> to- <throat> The thought just popped into my mind of to showcase how balanced men and women are, right? Back to not not having a superior or, or, mm. or the other. Women, as we just rightfully explained on this panel, can take more physical pain than men, right? Men are more... And that thing that's scientifically That's proven. actually... Of course, yeah, of that's course, scientifically of course, In always, in always. Of course. In always. However, men are physically <laughs> stronger than women. 
right? On mass, on average, yeah. stronger. Yes, that, yeah. that is scientifically proven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Generally, I mean, men on the whole, yes. Yes, if, right? we, if we measure all physical, men on physical, physical However, what I believe, though, and I don't think that this is scientifically proven, is that men have a higher emotional threshold than women. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, sure. Hold that thought. Again, Nile, we, we, we seem to, you know, we mm -hmm. stop on your points. You know, he's, he's point banton today. <laughs> so that's a big one. Uh, big enough for us to take another breather okay, and come back with that conversation. So in the final moments of manhood, this conversation and things are heating up, I'm about to cry. Because <laughs> Niall is saying that men have a have a, but but uh -huh. I I would think just just to say you know if, if there's a breakup, I think you know you always you always hear that men women should sort of deal with it, you know they deal with it they cry they do whatever they need to do whether it takes a year six months a week whatever the case may be and then they move on and then it's like that man is ayo pancho, mm -hmm. whereas men just sort of linger you know they're somewhere in the ether with regards to what happens. And somehow they always feel, you know, they can get attacked back. But, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, but at the same time, I've had a couple of breakups and it was pain. Yeah. So I, so I fell up in. Explain exactly what you mean by Please men do. have a higher emotional threshold. Well, I go and buy numbers, right? There's, they have to have a reason why most suicides are men, mm -hmm. right? Most depression. Uh, men and I feel that society <laughs> on a whole, men have a lot more. Let me let me retract that. As men and the the, the traditions that we've been taught, mm -hmm. we have a lot of issues that we have to deal with, mm -hmm. and most times we've been taught to be as stoic as possible in the face of adversity, right? And w me comparing it to women, where a woman would get, she would shout, she would scream immediately where a man mightn't. Most men mm -hmm. would, would. I disagree. Would and I'm talking about myself. I have. I, I think in so too well. I'm like, going on numbers, yeah, generalization. Right. General, no, but not general now. Yeah. He's screaming. That's, that's well, different. I, I said but I see what you mean. The, num the numbers is depression. Uh, no, you're right there. I'm right going with the lack of a better word, but mm -hmm. we're going, I want to touch on equality, right? For and sure, show that sure. everything is mm -hmm. a yin and yang. Where yes. We physically are stronger, mm. women could tolerate more pain physically. Mm. However, where we might be emotionally stronger, right? I don't know. No, no go ahead, go ahead. I don't know. No, 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 I, I know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Women, women would now, we take the pain. In yeah. other words, the childbirth that women go yeah. through, we deal with it in silence our, on our emotional mm. side. And that's why I'm trying to show where we are the same creatures, just right. we have different processes. Processes. Absolutely. I, I know that's what he was getting to. Yeah. You see, that, that, that beautiful, you know, that's the beauty in this thing. That's why, I don't know why, why do you have to be only fighting? Mm. Why, why it always have to be a fight? Because women have the beauty and the way they process things and men, because even in that point, women, let, let's just say traditionally, they feel an emotion, they emote it, they let it out, right? Mm -hmm. it, it is, the energy is used and it's gone yeah. and they're good, right? Yep. So let's just say there's less of an emotional threshold if we go mm, okay. yeah. But then we men hold on to it and then hold we eat up ourselves and yep. we, we kill mm. ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. then it, that's not healthy either way. 
Bloating it out without without managing it is not healthy in it either way. And hold on to it and eating yourself is not healthy either way. So just like if we go into equality, equality means equal balanced. Therefore, as men, we should aim to be balanced. Right? Yeah. And I'm not going masculine feminine energy just as a man yeah. managing yourself to be balanced as a yeah. woman managing yourself to be balanced so it's not necessarily for me a, a case of who could do it better <clears throat> but really understanding that difference and first getting to that difference we need to explore some of these things because if a man think a woman not not worthy or not knowledgeable or something there's some kind of imbalance there so it has mm -hmm. to be identified mm -hmm. right and then then expose but at the same time let me let me just do the thing together and i know we have a lot of issues and of i course. listen i have a clients coming i know they have issues and i'm not perfect either right i have some Can't issues to work to out yeah. right but but I say let the, the the aim of the the, yeah. the the working at all, the aim of even exp exposing man's plan, even hearing a woman say that the aim should be not fighting because we could fight this battle forever. Of course. Mm -hmm. I, I am just stuck on the whole thing about men still being more what, what, I mean you, 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 you put it in good context, but I'm still going on Niall's point that 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 there's a perception, because he's not alone. I'm sure a lot of people out there are feeling the same way. Because again, people think differently, they react differently. You know, um, we were having a conversation at one point, you know, when we talk about um, polyamorous being um, polyamorous, polyamorous, and mm -hmm. things like that. There are men who will be okay with that. There's men who will listen, say, listen, you know, once once we have an accord and we have an understanding and we, we let each other know it's okay. And another man will be like, no, as a man, I don't want another man with my woman. So what is good for the goose is not necessarily good for the gander. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying in this case, say for example, a breakup. Men generally, in the breakup, as their heart is breaking, is also thinking to themselves, what that woman doing? Let's let's be honest, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's a, there's that ego that's involved in. You yeah. always hear the, you know, people say that ego and, and heart can't live in the same space. You know, the black wolf and the white wolf. But so is it then that we are coming from that emotional perspective was really ego to say you different. You, you know, your conversations you and I have, your your perception mm -hmm. on a lot of different things. But I'm talking more generally. You're thinking, okay, well, if, if she's going out there, you know, what's happening with, with this particular person? Is she going to fall for that? And a certain amount of ego takes place there. So, therefore, I, I'm, I'm, I'm challenging the fact that are we really emotionally stronger or are we actually also weaker? Because women, once they cut you off, there's a... Dice, dice a day. So we, we're, talking, we're talking a lot of hypotheticals. Though. A lot women, of hypotheticals. Women, once they did it, because not yeah. every woman will do that. Correct, but, correct. But what Granted. I think might be important, what could be productive is, I'd, I'd love to give an example. Of course. So between me and my sister, I'd mentioned earlier, we've had some legendary fights. Probably maybe a decade ago, I was posting something on social media. It was, a, it was around a time that there was a lot of sexual violence against women. And I'd posted something saying, you know, fellas, imagine if this was your sister, your, your daughter, your niece, your mother, your whatever. You know, we need to protect women. And my sister Ada had come to me and she was like, she was like, you have to stop explaining things like that. Like, we don't need men to protect us. And I was like, why are you attacking me on this? But wait, I did not understand Mm -hmm. I did not understand. She is a human being. And I didn't understand that day that we fought. I didn't understand the following day or the week after or the month after. I didn't understand until years later that we're talking about a human with indelible rights. Women shouldn't have to be anti-rape ninjas. They should be able to walk out their door and feel like someone will not harm them 
because of the way that we view each other in society, because of equality and respect and whatnot. And then also because, let's say, for those who will not respect that because the rule of the land is robust enough that the consequences would be too dire for that to be a normal thing. And we all know women, and, and I'm sure all of us could ask any woman that we know, do you generally feel safe when you leave your house? The common answer is no. And we could try and say that they're just making a bigger deal of, but why is this so common? Mm-hmm. And for me, that fight I had with my sister when she was like, it, a woman shouldn't have to be familiar to you for her to deserve respect and bodily safety. I don't walk nowhere worrying about man or woman, someone doing something to me. And I'm, I guess I'm also of a certain height and weight and, and I'm also a white male. Like I'm generally not going to be afraid. But people who are not, well, obviously all men, women, why are they why are they saying these things? And for me, I realized that I used to view it in such an intensely ignorant way and I didn't realize because mm. I thought I was saying the right thing. I thought I was mm. saying let's protect women, but women shouldn't need men to protect them. They should just be able to feel safe. We should be evolved yeah. in a society where we as men, whether it might not be any of us at this table, mm. but there are men who very casually will harm women when they don't do exactly what they say. And it could be from a comment to a shout into a physical lash, whatever it is, you know what to I mean? To mansplaining. And, and how do we, yeah, to mansplaining. And we feel emasculated when, why are we feel emasculated by something that shouldn't necessarily hurt us? Because we have all these rules for each other that we've all collectively decided as a society. Um, you want to be a real man, buckle up. Just buckle up because it's safe. You shouldn't have to abuse me into being safe. <laughs> yeah. Just consider how casual and strange that is and, and add is saying like, mm-hmm. be a man, buckle up. Like, so, so Will, as your only topic, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you lead with closing thoughts. A lot happened here today. Um, a lot on this table as, as normal. Um, if you want to probably ex- expand or close on I would be more curious to, to hear your answer in response because I, I have been knowing that he's the, the, the person who has more efficacy mm-hmm. than yeah. me with it. Um, well, he's our guy. Yeah, he's saying, our guy. You're saying, saying I have more efficacy. I mean, we all here as men. We mm-hmm. all here have different experiences, right? And even though my training is different from mm-hmm. you all, you all still have the training of life. So I think For every sure. man so have, have their, their contribution. But I understand what, what, you, mean, what yeah. you mean by that. What I would say is... is Again, knowledge is power. The more we discuss this, the more we are able to do better. And, and I think that's, that's the conversation. Even how the term mansplaining was originated was, was maybe by a woman who want, want different from her man or men. Yeah, frustrated. Right? And even though we don't like the term, it still has validity because we understand the things at times that we do in terms of, in terms of disrespect, etc. And if we come into even equality and we're trying to decide who more superior and who not, I mean, again, I still, on the fence, we could, I, I want empirical evidence to see, but let's just say we, we don't know who's superior. We think one's superior and we think Is that the right superior. question anyway? Maybe not. Even if somebody's superior, let's just say either male superior or woman superior, still each person should treat, treat each other with respect. Yeah. Right? And, and I think that that's a, as a core tenant. Respect means you you have a complaint. At least I will hear you out. Yeah, I mean, I listen, have to agree listen. with you. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Right. That's so at least I hear you out, and then I could decide whether or not. Well, okay. Yes, I was mansplaining, so I could do different. And then I could actually tell you now. You know what? I agree with your dis- that that I disrespected you. But when you you expressing it, don't use terms specific to, to to gender because sometimes and 
not not leading too much to another point is when a man is told he's wrong because he's a man that's where emancipation yeah, yeah. could come in mm-hmm. so tell me i'm wrong uh, you disrespect me all right i'm taking that but be, yes, uh, because he's a man you disrespect me. because he's a man mm-hmm. these are the things wrong with you then mm-hmm. some men have the tendency to feel emasculated and i myself have, mm-hmm. have felt that way because being told that in a specific manner that's great um closing statements for me I would say that there is no such thing as a superior gender. I would say that if it is that the, the purpose is to cut a board, you could do it with a hammer and you could do it with a saw. So every situation is needed for whoever is the use of the mm-hmm. time, right? Mm-hmm. So women have their uses, men have their uses. We just have to find that common denominator. And um, just to talk to the people at home, when you all are having arguments with each other, we have to stop generalization because mm-hmm. that tends to get flung out very easily. Unproductive. Mm-hmm. We, you're, you're speaking to each other. At, at that particular time, he may be, it may sound like he's talking down to you, but mm-hmm. it's not that he's talking down to you from a man's perspective. It's, it's, this is the person, this is your peer, this is who you're choosing to talk to at the time, right? So keep that in mind when. You know, we all having those heated moments because mm-hmm. I realize that that's where the, that's where the real yeah. issues mm-hmm. come out, right? And in those heated moments where we're supposed to have our, you know, our thinking, thinking caps on. And um, with that, equality for everyone. Some really, really um, great stuff. A lot of thought-provoking stuff here today. And remember, to everyone that's listening, you know, these, these are not, you know, always the opinion of, everyone that sits at this table, we're talking the topics that need to be spoken about. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, us being a representative to be able to have that dialogue, to get yeah. that information out and be thought provoking, to get you yourself who's listening um, to, as we've, as, as we've said in many different ways, when you know better, do better. Knowledge mm-hmm. is power. And remember, just to touch on what, what uh, Niall said um, just now, just to sort of end this, this particular conversation. When you're having these discussions or arguments or or heated debates, remember the person, whether it's he is not the problem, she is not the problem, the problem is the problem. And you should come together as a team to address the problem and just see it just as that. So it's not necessarily mansplaining, there's emasculation, there's all of these things that happen as a result, but it's the problem that needs to be focused on. And both the male and female coming together to deal with that. Niall, Johansi, Will, always a pleasure. A lot a lot still needs to be discussed. Mm-hmm. There'll be these conversations each and every week. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you.